here with Ashley. How are you doing today? I'm okay, thanks. I have a little bit of a cold, a little bit of sniffles, but I'm doing okay. How are you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm having one of those hectic days um, and it's great to pause and think about this stuff as opposed to the other crazy stuff that's going on in life. Mm. Um, but I'm sorry you've got a cold. Is it the lurgy? Is it the COVID? What is it? Oh, well, I've taken a few COVID tests, like, you know, the wee home ones. Yeah. But I think, I don't think it is COVID. I think it's just a wee pesky cold. They're going round, like... They are. They're pesky, and um, my kids are, like, spluttering and snuttering all over me at the moment. Oh, oh no. Um, I don't, do you, do you, does hay fever affect you? No, it doesn't. No, so we're recording this in this... Can we say summer yet? It kind of is summer. Today's it's June. almost the summer. Yeah, it is June. June. So I call this summer, <laughs> um, and yeah, we all get hay fever, so we're all kind of feeling a bit sorry for ourselves. Oh no, that's the worst. <laughs> Um, it's all good though. It's just live. I feel like we're never happy in Scotland. Either it's too cold <laughs> or we're complaining because of the hay fever or there's always something. There is always something. There's always <laughs> something. Um, but I'm excited to be with you today because we are recording our um, podcast series all dealing about stress and exams, all the stuff around that. And um, we know that a lot of you at the moment are dealing with exams and all the stuff that goes with that. And we were really keen to try and get a space where yeah, we could talk about this stuff in an honest way that hopefully is helpful. Um, and I love chatting to you last week um, all around kind of worrying mm. and like kind of worry cycles and where that can leave us feeling and what we do with that. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed kind of just talking about kind of the, being aware of why we worry. Yeah. Um, mm. And finding out how we can kind of deal with that, like naming the fears, working out what's real, what's rational what do we have control over and what don't we have control over mm-hmm. um is there anything you want to share from last week before we kick off or yeah how did you feel like last week went yeah I really enjoyed it I think it's so important to think about um especially our worries and what's rational and what's not and what we can do about it and just being aware of what kind of like sets us off on a worry maybe things that we're prone to worry about and just kind of challenging that and mulling over it I think it's just be about being curious about ourselves and why we feel that way um yeah lots of interesting chats always good to chat to you Bridget oh love it well today I'm excited because we are talking about study well how do we form study strategies that work that help us to get to where we want to be and um yeah i'm excited to talk to you about this because i think you have lots of really good ideas that are going to help us out um but before we do that um i was just wanting to share jeremiah 29 and um, i know it's probably a passage that we've all kind of heard before i'm sure we've talked about it i know we've talked about it on the diamonds girl cast and but it basically just says um for i know the plans i have for you says the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a future and a hope Um, And I think it's such an amazing passage because it tells me that actually God's got a plan for my life and it's a good plan. Um, It's a plan that he wants me to do well in and it's a plan filled with hope. Mm. But sometimes that's hard to know as truth when the reality of what we experience and see around us feels so opposite to that. Mm. Um, And just before we get into kind of thinking about strategies of how we do exams well and all the stuff like that, I just wondered if you had any thoughts around that or kind of maybe a personal story or something about your own experience of, yeah, strategy and exams and dealing with that. Like, how's that been for you? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I've had ups and downs with exams, really. Um, going in feeling stressed and overwhelmed and like I've not studied enough and then going in and being really prepared. So I feel like I've experienced lots of different things and I've tried lots of different strategies. Um, but I actually remember there was one time, so I was really into music at school and um, had studied a few different instruments and I hated playing the clarinet. Okay, this is <laughs> all of high school, I hated playing the clarinet. We had to play second instrument. So this is my second instrument and I just never practiced and I didn't want to practice. And I remember, um, you know, like really, you know, praying that um, this exam would go well, but I hadn't put in any of the hard work. I feel like God meets us halfway. Like we have to put in hard work and God meets us in that. And um, yeah, I just hadn't done my part and it, <laughs> it fully fell apart. And I, and actually at that prelim, um, it's the only exam I've ever failed because it's not working. I know, and I, you know, I just remember feeling that way, and I thought, do you know what? I'm like, I'm not going to do this again, and um, like I was just expecting God to do all the work for me, but I hadn't in anything, um, and then in the summer when we did the exam, it was fine. I put in the work, but um, yeah, I think it's important to remember that even though God is totally with us and can do miracles in that exam hall. Um, we do need to put in some work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only person to feel something. I feel quite a lot of things in my life. Um, one of my biggest ones was I failed my best subject at school, which I don't know what that says about me. Oh, no. Um, yeah, like I, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a geography exam and do you know what? I was quite good at geography. Mm. Like I did well in my prelim. I got an A in my prelim. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was overconfident. I was like, nailed that. Um, and I decided probably in good Bridget fashion, I ran um, the Edinburgh Marathon the day before my geography exam. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, I hadn't really done a lot of training. So talking about making sure that you put the right effort in, I hadn't done a lot of training. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I finished the marathon and I thought I was fine. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I got up and I literally could not move. Um <gasps> my legs were just so sore and I remember sitting in this exam and I'm dyslexic so I get some extra time so I was in this exam for like four hours oh my goodness. I was sitting on the chair with my legs crossed and at the end of the exam I went to get up and I totally fell over because my legs <gasps> totally seized up no. at least you were in the room were you in the room on your own hey, by that point yeah there was only me and the oh. like the examiner person in the major <laughs> So anyway, I came out and was like, nailed that. And I remember when it was my mum who phoned me with my exam results because I was away on holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember saying, oh, and you got a D for geography. And I just didn't believe her because I thought she was like being funny. Obviously, it wasn't mm-hmm. funny. Um, and I did. I genuinely did. And, and my school appealed the mark twice. Um, and they were like, no, you bombed it, like basically. And I remember being totally gutted because it meant that I couldn't get into the university I wanted to get into. I could, I remember phoning around all the universities, like asking what I needed to do to get in. And they were like, you need to like reset your last year of school, basically. Oh my goodness. I was like, scrap that. Um, so I, I remember at the moment, at that time, it was such a big deal. I remember bawling mm-hmm. my eyes out. I kind of felt like my whole life had ended. Mm-hmm. I think because I put so much pressure on, like I had to get these exams. And mm. I think we probably all can relate to that because that is the environment you're in, isn't it? It's like yes. everything depends on these exams. Your whole future feels like it depends on these exams. Mm-hmm. And if you mess them up, then what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the reality is, actually, looking back, it didn't actually stop me. I still was able to go to uni. I still was able to go and do what I wanted to do. And it's funny, things like, you know, I remember my first day of, of being here, I moved, I went to Aberdeen and I met my husband the day I came to Aberdeen. And now I'm like, I would never want to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's hindsight, isn't it? And I think, yeah, you know, oh yeah. I'm sure if I'd gone to another uni, I'd have met someone else. But I'm really glad that I didn't, do you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I think perspective's helpful, but in the moment, it doesn't feel like it ever. Oh, yeah. In the moment of exams, it literally does feel like if you fail this, your life is over. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it definitely feels that way. <laughs> it's come <laughs> crashing down. So if that's you, don't worry. Um, <laughs> we've been there. And I think, yeah. But I do think some of it is like having a strategy, like having a, knowing even how to tackle exams. Because I don't know about you, Ashley, mm-hmm. but I think like, when I've sat exams, half of it actually isn't to do with what you're studying. It's knowing how to study. Knowing yeah, how, to, how to sit an exam is a skill in itself as opposed to the yeah. knowledge you have about something. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you could like kick us off. Mm-hmm. We've kind of got three things we're keen to chat about today. We want to talk about environment. Um, we want to talk about like learning to look after ourselves. And we want to talk about strategy. So can you kick us off with like some thoughts you've got on how can we help ourselves with the environment we work in? Yeah, so I think that setting the right environment is so important and, and knowing how you study best is actually vital to how you study. And it, it's taken me a really long time to work out how I study best. Um, I tried lots of different things, but I realised pretty quickly that as a kind of quiet, <laughs> introverted person, um, the best way for me to study is on my own um, and you know, at, at a table where it's quiet, maybe I'll have some like light instrumental music in the background. Um, when I was younger, I studied really well during the day. Now I study really well in the evening, which is funny how that's changed. Um, like, yeah, I, I was beating myself up recently because I just couldn't get anything done in the morning. And then I was getting tons of work done at night and I was like I should just study at night that was getting I'm being much more productive and um, so I think it's important to realize that in ourselves mm-hmm. and then like in that how do we learn well like by writing out your notes by listening by drawing graphs by watching videos by teaching someone else and um, yeah there's lots of different ways that we can learn and yeah I think it's important to try different things and see what works for yeah. us because it's so funny hearing you say that because I think I'm the opposite okay. um, and it just shows you though that like actually we're all really different and there's not a right way yeah. to do it yeah so I find that like I have to be in an environment where there's noise so if I go sit in a cafe mm-hmm. or if I go and like work with other people mm-hmm. I just perform way better I'll maybe plug myself into some music but I'm just in a hustly bustly place mm-hmm. and I know for some of my friends they're like are you kidding me how can you concentrate in such a place <laughs> But it does something for me and I do a lot better. But then I think back to when I actually studied at, um, at school, I went and sat in a really quiet library on my own. So yeah. you know, all of a sudden I'm realising, actually, you were setting yourself up in an environment that actually you didn't enjoy, you didn't like to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really interesting. And I think, you know, for me, I'm a very much a visual learner. So I know if I can tell somebody else about what I know, then I know mm-hmm. it. And if I couldn't tell you, then I don't know it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I.e. like reading lots of facts doesn't do much for me. Um, I don't take it in. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm, if I write things out, that's how I take it in. How you remember. Yeah, as long as it's in different coloured pens. (laughs) 
when I remember the colour. It's but funny. That, but that's helpful though because I I find it very hard to remember factual information. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I remembered things by remembering something I found easier to remember, i.e. colour. Or mm-hmm. I would um, I'd revise different topics in different places in the house. Oh, yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yep. That's or a good different days of the week or different mm-hmm. times of day. Yeah. Or different coloured paper. I know it sounds crazy, but it actually worked because when I'd be in the yeah. exam, I'd be like, oh, these are my pink notes. Yeah. These it's are my crazy. green notes. But it's so clever how our brains work that way to yeah. kind of attach information to other things. Yeah. So I guess it's all to say is like, it's helping you guys work out what environment do you thrive more in? Do you, are you the kind of person like Ashley who needs the quiet? Um, with the maybe tranquil music or are you like me which is the opposite like I want a hustly bustly place <laughs> um, and I revise really well to trance anthems or trance beats seriously that's all I listen to <laughs> you know <laughs> good old chicane um, <laughs> and it's just I guess working that out for yourselves um, and I think part of the challenge is a lot of exam stuff is around a certain way it's mm. reading information and it's writing information so often so if that's something you find hard then that can be quite difficult. Yeah. Um, but helping yourself work out what environment makes a big difference. Um, we were keen to also think about a little bit about like, how do we learn to look after yourselves during exams? And I think this is a challenge for me because I used to get into the worry cycle thinking back to last week. A base is like, I'm going to fail. And if I fail, my life is going to fall apart. And if my life is going to fall apart, I'm not going to do the things I want to do. And before you know it, you're down this rabbit hole. Um, and I actually think if I'd learned to look after myself, if I'd done things that relaxed me, if I'd done things that helped me switch my brain off, that would have helped me then switch my brain on. Mm-hmm. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think knowing what our personality is, knowing whether we like prefer to work alone or not makes a big difference. And then also like being able to make a plan for downtime. Mm-hmm. So you know, how do you relax? So are you somebody who actually relaxes by having a nap or having a bath? Or are you the kind of person who's like, actually, I need to go for coffee with a friend or I want to go to the gym or I want to go for a run? Um, like going to bed on time. Mm, yeah. Like not like going to bed at two in the morning and getting up at seven and then wondering why you can't think straight. Like eating well, and I don't know about you, but I just remember stints in the library, and all I would eat is like chocolate, caffeine tablets, <laughs> red pill. And like, no wonder by the time the exam came around, I was like a jittery mess. Yeah, um, I relate to that. <laughs> so, like, it's taking the time to go, right, what food do I enjoy? I like having a treat, like making sure your dinner is something you actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like eating breakfast, like eating things that bring you energy, good energy, um, making sure you're trying to get to sleep on time. And if you're like me, you find it hard to switch off. Like I need to go do something else. Mm-hmm. It's not work or exam stuff before I go to bed. So if I'm trying to get to bed for half past 10, then I'm like, I need to stop at half past nine. So I've got an hour to like defrag or like you know watch my favorite netflix videos or whatever like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and i think the last thing um and it'd be good to hear how you do yours is thinking about having some movement so sitting at a desk like all day and not moving doesn't help your brain function well actually going off and doing something physical with your body where your brain can switch off is really good 
Um, so for you then, out of all those things we've mentioned, we talked about downtime, so relaxation, doing something you enjoy, sleeping well, eating well, and movement. Like what would be your go-to support systems for Ashley to relax well? Oh, um, so for relaxing downtime, it's definitely like lying on the couch, watching TV, just like switching my brain right off um, or having a, a nice bubble bath um, are really helpful for me. I need like at least nine hours sleep these days. I'm just always, t- always tired. Um, so lots of sleep. Um, I don't know, it's funny between high school and uni I can see how I studied like what I was eating while I was studying was totally different so I was in high school my mum um used to like bring in she called it a wee study plate and it had on like some veg some fruit some crisps and a bit of chocolate so it was like a bit of everything and it totally just like I was excited to like keep going and she kept bringing me these wee snacks and then when I was at uni it was what was in the vending machine <laughs> so it was like crisps and like lots of cups of tea and um, yeah and I definitely studied better in high school than I did in uni um, and then for me I'm not a big exerciser really but um, I like to do kind of like some stretching a bit bit of a walk not a long walk um, but just kind of or even just sitting in the garden really just getting some fresh air I think it's really important some bit of yeah some nature yeah that works for me. I love that. Like your mom sounds like the best exam support system ever. <laughs> she is. <laughs> we all need an Ashley's mom in our life. <laughs> and Andrea, she's the best. Um, I love that. And I think this is just really helpful because obviously what works for you and what works for me is different. And I think that's just, that's just great because it's playing to your strengths. It's working out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I guess those are some of the things or examples that we found helpful. Um, but I was wondering, Ashley, if you can talk to me about kind of strategy and thinking about like, okay, so we know we need to like find an environment that works well. We know we need to look after ourselves. But actually, when it comes down to the information, I'm trying to retain that and helping us with that. Like, have you got any hot top tips? I do. So for having a good study strategy, I feel like it's making a manageable plan. So small chunks of to-dos. Um, I remember like waking up one day and I'd be like, okay, on my to-do list today for studying, I need to do this whole topic and this other whole topic, which actually is really unachievable. Um, Whereas if you do small little manageable chunks with planned breaks in between and meals and downtime, then actually that's a much more healthy way to study and you actually get through more and it feels good. You know, it feels good when you tick something off a wee list. That feels great. So yeah, goals that are practical makes sense and small chunks of time with little rewards maybe okay if I finish this topic and I'll watch an episode of something on Netflix you know like little rewards like that and I also feel like if you minimize distractions put your phone in another room and just little things like that and but I also think what's really important is not to compare your study strategy with someone else if someone else did study three units in one day that's that's what they're doing and they might burn out which is what what I did I had major burnout um after high school and that was so unhealthy so I think it's important like not to compare your study strategy to someone else's and just focus on yourself and I mean really at the end of the day these exam results don't define you um they're just they're the one way that they test so 
yeah, taking the pressure off you, but knowing the value of what you're doing. That's really good. And I think like, I guess from our side, we're the other side of those exams. Mm. And I know so many people who, I've got friends on either side of the spectrum. I've got friends who just didn't finish school. I've got friends who didn't finish uni and I've got friends who totally did it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it was actually down to them recognizing who they were and what their strengths were. And unfortunately, it's just the fact that exams that are in a kind of SQA system, they generally fit into a certain type of category of assessing you in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And if your strengths lie in that way, then you are an advantage. It's just a fact. And if they don't, yeah. then it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can remember thinking, like, you know, I used to want to be a GP and stuff. And um, I just, I, I love people and I like helping them. And so that was one way I thought I could do it, you know. And I, I think there was a moment when I realized I was like, Bridget, factual information, <laughs> numbers, <laughs> like anybody who knows me, like, it's probably just as well I'm not your GP, Ashley. I'd either underdose you or overdose you. Um, and there was something about me dealing with that and going, actually, Bridget, like some of the way you learn isn't in that structure, for mm-hmm. example. And that's rubbish. And it's maybe not what I want, but it doesn't define my whole life. And actually, the stuff I've gone on to do, which is the very stuff I've always wanted to do, wasn't actually dependent on those things. And sometimes if it is for you, you know, if you've got a certain exams that you have to pass, remembering to be kind to yourself like remembering that you know maybe compared to other people maybe you find that harder than them um and I think like um I think this is you said this to me when we were chatting about this series like planning breaks as much as you plan study time is as important yeah totally is yeah um and remembering that your brain is a muscle so the same way that like I would rest from going to the gym mm-hmm. work out and get strong it's really important. So my nutrition, my sleep, my rest is as important as what I do in the gym. Yeah, it's absolutely. The same, it's the same with your brain for doing exams. Your brain mm-hmm. is a muscle. So making sure you've got this manageable chunks, you know, people don't run into a gym and do a hundred pull-ups. <laughs> All they, day. Scale it, they scale it and they start somewhere that's manageable. So, yeah. and I loved your thing you said there quickly on, um, the to-do list making manageable things because I think sometimes what I do is I write out every single thing I need to do mm-hmm. and the to-do list is mega and so do you know what like at the end of the day I might have done like two or three things off that list but I feel like I've done nothing because I had one yeah. crazy list yeah. whereas if I like divided it up over days or if I divided it up over the time I had then I could have seen like my progress yeah set yourself up for success not for failure you know yeah Absolutely. Um, okay, so we're going to finish this episode now, but if you could share, I'm just putting you on the spot. Um, <laughs> if you could share like one of the strengths that you realized that you had looking back over sitting exams or all that kind of thing that you can now see, what would it be? Oh, this is tricky. A strength. I think um, I realized that Oh, this is hard. I feel like I am I realize that I'm really good at like problem solving and um, like retaining dates is all as I've never been good at that and I went on to study history of art and um, yeah not good so, <laughs> so I yeah, I'm is that I'm, what history of art is dates yeah it's pretty much all dates of paintings um so yeah I really struggled with dates um and things like that and remembering numbers but I was great at problem solving, so I, I then needed to work out 
Um, okay, what? Well, how can I problem solve to remember dates and numbers? And um, so I kind of worked around it <laughs> that way. Your strength was finding a strategy that worked for you. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Which is hard. It's hard, but you just yeah. got to work on yourself. Reflect. I don't, I don't think I realised that until I got to uni and realised that actually I find it easier to remember things by location or colour or mm-hmm. something that's not totally related to the subject. Yeah. Um. Yeah, me. Another thing I realised as well, I guess that's, that's become a strength, is I've got quite a good visual memory. Mm. So I put, I managed to whittle down all my notes from mm-hmm. page to paper to like bullet points that I would know the information that came onto the bullet point. Oh, and I put the bullet point in a mind map because I find it easier to remember a mind map. Oh, I forgot about mind maps. Oh, mind maps. So I, I would love a mind map. map. So all my exam subjects, I had mind maps and then each mind map would have like headings and topics and then subheadings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I remembered them by the colour of the mind map, which was the topic. Mm-hmm. And then see one topic had 10 points mm-hmm. or 10 topics in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I could tell you the 10 topics because I could visualise the mind map. And then I would know that under each topic would be say four things. Mm-hmm. Um because actually I find it very hard to remember factual information. <laughs> there we are. There we go. Mind maps, top tips. Um, so guys, we really hope that from some of the chat we've had today, that there's maybe some nuggets of gold in there. Ashley definitely shared nuggets of gold. Oh, you did too, Bridget. Um, and we hope that maybe it's helpful just in how you're approaching some of the stuff you're having to study with and deal with. Um, and we're cheering you on. We think you're all fabulous. Yeah. And remember to be kind to yourself. And until next time, we will see you soon. Bye. See you later.